Hey teens. Hey teens. Uh, hey, it's John and Eric. Uh, everybody, this is a very, very fantastic episode for me. This yeah. is our thirtieth episode. Yeah. And the big three uh, coming up this weekend. Oh, this comes out on Wednesday, but this coming weekend is my thirtieth birthday. So. It's a big 30 wow, John. for everybody. This is a 30, 30 for 30, we should call it 30 that. 30 for 30. There's nothing called that, I'm We never sure. title our episodes, but if we <laughs> were to do such a thing. Um, wow, that's a very big milestone in your life, John. I'm glad I could be there with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you are here, Eric, and I'm glad that our guest is here. Yes, uh, I'm very excited about this guest. All right, a little We're back. not excited about any of our other guests. No, not like this is probably the most excited I've been about a guest because... I am sort of a terrible movie, a, a good bad movie connoisseur. Uh, I was in the deleted scenes of the movie Best Worst Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was interviewed for that, which is about Troll 2, another great, great bad movie. One of the best. And here with us is Whitney Moore from Birdemic and the upcoming Birdemic 2. Which hey, is- Whitney. Aw, hey, guys. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for having me. This movie is tops. It's really so special. <laughs> Both of the movies. I've seen the second one. We can't speak too much about it because Whitney hasn't seen it yet. It is very, very special. And if, uh, yeah, if you like the first Birdemic and you're worried that getting a bigger budget and um, more, t- well, uh, getting a bigger budget may have ruined his vision. No, don't, <laughs> do not worry, do not worry about that. How are you, Whitney? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here hanging out in this cool room with you guys. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're so stoked that you're here. I actually just watched um, Birdemic for the first time the other night. Yeah. I don't know why I waited so long, but it is crazy. It yeah. is crazy. And uh, I'm sure that uh, after you saw it for the first time, you were just like, w- the first time you saw it, were you just like, wow, I'm going down in history. This is happening right yeah, now. Well, well it, it's weird. The context that I saw it uh, for the first time was very, very different than the context I see it in now because it was uh-huh. still trying to be taken seriously. Yeah, the movie. right. So it was like a serious screening that James Wynn had set up in San uh-huh. Francisco with family and J- friends. James, the director. Um, yeah. I have a question about him, and I've seen... I've seen his last name a billion times, but I have no idea how to pronounce it. Win. Win. It's just Win. Yeah. There are so many letters in that yeah. last name. A lot of unnecessary letters. <laughs> Clean it up, Vietnamese guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So James Win is crazy eccentric and yes. created this crazy, crazy movie. Oh yeah. We don't usually talk in depth about about uh, projects in this, but I feel like this is a special case where we need to we need to pull Hey Teens aside and maybe turn it to Hey Teens Movie Corner. <laughs> um, so how did you get involved with the whole this whole birdemic thing? Like how did how were you cast? Were you always aspiring to be an actress? Oh gosh. Yes. Uh, first answer. Um, I was eighteen. I was eighteen. Um, and I had just graduated high school and I was very very excited that I can start working on a professional film career because I've always wanted to be a professional actress and so I signed up for a casting website uh I I think it's called like same SF casting or something. I don't remember what it was. I was so back in NorCal. You grew up in in like the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and uh, that was one of the in first. Half Moon Bay. Not in Half Moon Bay. <laughs> in San Jose, actually, where part of the movie was filmed. Oh, okay. And um, he 
was one of the first people to reach out to me, and I auditioned in a parking lot of a high school. Oh my so god, that was one of the. That's where I do all of my shady transactions, right? <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't really think much of it. I maybe should have been one of the first red flags that it was. But you're, uh, you were young. You're like, this is probably how it goes. Yeah. How many people were at the audition? It was just me and him with a camera. And I mean, my dad was there, oh, right? Okay, but good. Um, and he sh- showed up the first day of filming too. But um, you know, I got a call um, within, I guess, two hours of it, <laughs> saying that I got the part, and I was he very just had like excited. a timer set, and he's like, "Oh wait, two hours." Yeah. So let the only person who came know that yeah. they the star. And- uh, had you been given the script at this point or just like portions of it? He gave me the script in thirds and I think that Alan, it was the same case. And okay. even just... Alan, who was the... Was star, the other the other yeah. Lead. Alan Rod. Bach. Rod. Yes, Alan. Great guy. And, um, you know, looking back at it, I think that we, we filmed for seven months and... Seven months. It's a very long <laughs> time. It's a very long time. It's very... I mean, it was just on the weekends, but it's still a very long uh-huh. time sure, for yeah, a feature. Yeah. Um, Looking back at it, I think that parts of the f- script were just not written yet, and that's right. why he didn't give them to us. But he right. uh, he said that he wanted to uh, have an element of of surprise, even for us, the actors. And it really shows through. You were both you were yeah. both very surprised that Nobody you were actually in a movie <laughs> that was this crazy. Um, it, so I, I have one more question about yeah, the audition. Yeah, sure. After you auditioned and you left with your dad, was he was your dad just like, don't don't do that? No, my dad wasn't present at the actual uh, audition part. He was okay. waiting in the car, mm. and you know it wasn't. There was nothing about the audition that was creepy or weird. I was just you know I read some sides. He had his camera, and it was professional enough, except for the fact that it was in a parking lot, and mm-hmm. that was kind of weird. Right. Um, so I didn't think anything of that then. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, since it was my first Sure, film, it's exciting. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is, I can right. get down with this, yeah. overlook a few weird details. Sure. Um, <laughs> it wasn't until the first couple days shooting after a couple initial meltdowns and, oh. you know. Meltdowns. Mel- you know, meltdown, meltdowns on his part. On his part, He's not very, on my part. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I feel like I would have melted down by by the end of it. Um, so he was prone to outbursts. You a, could say a lot of tantrums. <laughs> there was a lot of yeah. There was a lot of very late nights. Uh, we what, had. What did he get agitated about? Um, it, oh, a lot of just nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of. Um, since there was no crew and since there was no yeah, I mean, it was just like the three of you guys right yeah mm-hmm. we had we actually initially had an assistant director and uh, a makeup artist and they oh, wait somebody actually directed this movie too we yeah <laughs> we had um the assistant director was fired and the makeup direct and the makeup artist uh was fired and then there was another makeup artist that quit uh, uh, after mm-hmm. the first and second weekend because it was so crazy right and that's right. how i actually got the job of makeup artist. oh so you did makeup as well i did makeup but it was only because he took me aside and was like yeah you're a girl you know how to do right, shit right, right. That, i think were his exact words <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so yeah i think i think most oh Wow, emergencies happening in Los Angeles. There's a birdemic going on. I think (laughs) most of the most of the initial tantrums and and meltdowns were due to the lack of permits and the Mm. 
late nights and there's this is a very high stress situation yeah. happening most of the time when did it start to uh break bad for you on set like how how far into it were you like oh oh this is a crazy thing that I'm <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> oh gosh well the first real um the first time that i knew that i was i was dealing with something strange was actually the first morning and i was like this is i'm in for something weird um when he um females can go if you know if you want uh you can go to like victoria's secret and you can get these like bra inserts to mm. enhance your cleavage and uh, they're like they look like little chicken gel- cutlets yeah that's actually <laughs> yeah you can totally um you can like put them in your bra and so he shoved them without saying anything to me and he was like put these in your bra oh. it was like in front of everybody and uh we were not shooting the love scene or anything the love scene god the love um, scene. but <laughs> it, it was like that was right in front of my dad too so i was like oh, oh no. okay oh, wow. <laughs> um but yeah that was that was the first time i was like what am i signing up for here um but now the the most amazing thing to me about the whole the whole thing, other than the CGI birds and the birds exploding and the birds spitting acid and uh, all the crazy nonsense that happens, is you actually seem like the only person on not the only I shouldn't I don't want to shit on your cast at all. Uh, you actually are acting in it, and you can and you're doing a pretty good job. You're doing a good job, and well, not even a pretty good job, a good job. This well, okay, so Gosh. this is how things went down the night I watched it. I texted Eric and I was like, I'm, I'm watching Bird Demic right now. Holy hell. And uh, Eric said, uh, yeah, but Whitney's actually really good in it. And I think that I said something along the lines of like, yes, but the writing, directing, sound, video, everything else is doing her no favors. Yeah, but like somehow through all that, Whitney, you, yes. you kind of shine through and makes me believe you might be the best actor of all time. Uh-huh, thank you. <laughs> I just may I figured out my plan. I need I need to keep doing uh, really really shitty films right. so I can be the best. Be the best in out it. of everything bad. That'll be my plan. For Have the you rest gotten of my any work because of Birdemic? I feel like I've gotten most of my work think, because of Birdemic. Yeah. And do you think that people are just like? Oh, this is the best part of that terrible movie. We need to have her, and people recognize her. Like I like best. to think so. Yeah. So, what kind of stuff have you been working on? Um, I did a really awesome music video directed by Brandon Dermer for the band uh-huh. Future Cop, mm-hmm. um, cool. and that was really fun. I basically got to um, run around and dance and eat pizza, and oh, nice. we, we danced at the um, it's the American Dream. Yeah, um, play video games at the. Um, at the mini golf place that Karate Kid was filmed at. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I also just got cast in a feature that I'm really excited about. Oh, awesome. Can you talk about it? I can talk a little bit about it. It's called The Wilderness, and it's a horror movie. Great. Um, And I am the lead in it, which I'm Oh, that's really exciting. Congratulations. I get to kick a little bit of ass in it, so. Oh, that's awesome. With a a hanger? uh... With a a shotgun (laughs) this time, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give any spoilers for Birdemic 2, 
But Whitney does kick a little bit of ass in that one, too, with her hands and her fists kicking birds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that was such a weird... I mean, that was one particular scene, and that was such a weird thing because there just weren't enough guns. And so I was uh-huh. like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going to do karate. <laughs> so, by the way, if, for everybody listening, if you haven't seen, seen Birdemic Shock and Terror, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Just That's watch how it. I saw it. Pause, go watch it, and, and start listening again. Um... <laughs> But Whitney, let's talk a little bit about your pre-Birdemic days, uh, your earlier teens. So you grew up yeah, in the Bay Area? I grew up in the Bay Area. Nice. Um, in, in Saratoga, California. Okay. okay. Pretty, pretty small town. What was that like? Um, I liked it. It was sandwiched between Santa Cruz and San Francisco, so okay. I got mm-hmm. a beach in the city. Um, I was a, a fairly rebellious child, but that's oh. not saying a lot considering... Uh, the nature of the town that I grew up in. It was pretty okay. wild. Well, okay. On the show, we like to we like to figure out if... Uh, there, there are two kinds of guests that we have on the show. Yes. People who were not teenage shitheads and people who were, were teenage, teenage shitheads. shitheads. I, was a, I was a shitheads. Oh, you were a teenage <laughs> yeah. shithead. I think the overwhelming majority of our guests were teenage shitheads. So, <laughs> so you're, you're in good company there. Uh, so did you get into a lot of trouble? Or like what... Uh, if you could have categorized yourself in any sort of like social clique in, in high school, what where would you say you fell in? I didn't. I tried my very best not to fall into a clique because I was a big uh, drama kid, but I mm-hmm. hated all the other drama kids. Sure. Sorry if you're listening. Um, <laughs> they're all well, crying. They're all- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, nah, I don't want to be a drama kids and i was president of the rally commission uh so we did the pep rallies which basically Uh at our school meant uh putting on skits and throwing games before like football games Uh but then also like really embarrassing yourself and doing like i don't know stupid skits and so that put me in like a very weird social situation where i knew everybody and i was also a huge metalhead and a really big stoner, so I really? <laughs> didn't. A metalhead? I, I wouldn't have pinned that on you. Uh, what, um, in a, are you still? Uh, well, I guess you grew up in the in the Bay Area. A lot of stoners there. Yeah. Um, were you a, a good student at all? No. Yeah. I was a terrible student. I uh, I was a good student until I discovered boys. <gasps> <laughs> boys. Boys and video everything. <laughs> no, more more like comic books actually. Oh, yeah? If really? I'm being true to myself. Um uh, yeah, actually it's more depressing thing. Um <laughs> but <laughs> um yeah, I actually when I turned 15 or so i got really into um catwoman and uh-huh. i started like bringing stacks of comic books to school and like just, i was a really weird kid no i i did a little <laughs> bit of like the minimal amount of research on you as i possibly could Good. and you actually <laughs> possibly could and and frankly you i was appeared in some like uh superhero fan films right a couple actually yeah, yeah. and you did catwoman right yes i did uh, i actually played Catwoman in one fan film and Batman in another. Right. So, How did the Batman thing work out? Really awesome. Okay. That was that was for a, a little gender bending kind of yeah. Wackiness. That was a brief. That was a very brief one. It was uh, for the Death and Return of Superman. Okay. Uh, which was really that was a really fun one. And then the Batman or, or the Catwoman was uh, the I don't remember the name of that one. That's okay. <laughs> People can look it up. <laughs> so you were a bit of a nerd in a way. 
yeah, I guess. Or geek? I Is guess that a geek, geek thing? I guess, I guess you can thing. say that. I don't know. I think I think comic books are cool. I mean, I yeah. think so too. Um, but then again, you look at me and I'm wearing really thick glasses so, <laughs> so of course i would say that <laughs> the thickness of your glasses is is proportional to the amount in which to which you like the thickness of books. oh i thought you were say the, the thickness, thickness of, of the junk in my trunk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me so yeah comic books and video games too right if i if your twitter is to be believed it's true <laughs> yes yes i um let's see when i was in high school that was when the Wii craze came out, so I camped out. Oh my god! I worked out. Feel so old. I, uh, I worked at a GameStop, and I also worked, you worked at a GameStop. I, I worked at a GameStop when Guitar Hero Two came out, uh-huh. and so I, my job was to kick people out when they were like playing the demos for too long. <laughs> all true. right, all right, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay. Yeah, here. You'd, have a, you'd chase them off of the broom. <laughs> yeah. And then I also I had my first. Um, experience with female nerd rage working at a comic book store in Campbell uh-huh. um, because nobody I would be behind the counter and nobody believed that I worked there they'd be like oh can I get somebody who knows about comic oh, books man. <laughs> oh, like, fuck oh, you <laughs> so okay so you were into the into comic books and video games I feel like those kind of go hand in hand with having an appreciation for crazy bad cult movies. Yeah, I was just about to say that yeah, too. So totally. like now, now so that were, so yeah, time did, has passed. Did, but did, did you watch like things like I don't know? I mean, the room was you know out then, and yeah, you know, so you were Troll into like two. yeah, Troll Two and like all these bad movies and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Actually, Wild Zero was one of my favorite movies. Oh uh, yeah, this is that's a Jap- the, is that a Japanese. Yeah, it's horror, um, uh, zombie movie. Yeah, it's the the band Guitar Wolf's zombie movie. Oh, and it's oh so yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so yeah, movies like that were really I was really into and Rocky Horror of course right, as a right, high school right. drama kid. <laughs> right. Um but like I never imagined after doing it even even while I was doing it I knew I was making a shitty movie, but mm-hmm. I was well, like Well, that's the thing. Yeah, the for every one good movie, there are nine million shitty movies yeah. being made every single day. But I've made shitty movies, but I was like twelve. Oh, I have two. Yeah. But like, oh, I was like twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeti, a love story is available. Huh? It is it's on, it's on <laughs> Netflix, guys. So it's on Netflix. Uh, not instant, but disc. Oh, okay. We're working on getting it on instant. But that's on YouTube, though, right? It is on YouTube yeah. as well. Don't so, watch it, guys, <laughs> unless you want to watch it. Yeah. I don't know, but whatever. but like. So many awful, awful movies are made, but only like one, one out of like nine million get recognized. Don't worry yeah. about the coaster. I dropped my coaster. Don't worry about the coaster. God damn it. Get out. <laughs> Podcast over. Um, yeah, like it's so rare for a terrible, terrible movie to get recognized to the point where it gets to cult status. Yeah, like even considered one of the best bad movies. I'd say it's a better bad movie than The Room. Yeah, 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 I would say that. Possibly even Troll 2 because of things like the sound. Yeah, The Room certainly has higher production value. Yeah. It has way more clenching uh, butt cheeks. Yeah, (laughs) sexier lovemaking scenes. (laughs) It's strange because it's like you were saying, the... Everybody has their first shitty project creatively, you know, yeah. no matter what you're into. Mm-hmm. And I certainly never expected my first terrible project to have the kind of exposure it did. And of course, I'm, I'm thankful for it's it. Wow, it's, it's so, very I, I don't even know. Well, I mean, part of that has to do with the marketing that James did for it, right? 
Oh, I mean, it's Severin, definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, the the persistence he yes. had just going to Sundance and being like, look at my movie, look at what I did, isn't yeah. it great? Right. But, well, that's like Tommy Wiseau putting a billboard with yeah. his face on it. But like, just <laughs> yeah. the fact that he believed in it so right. much and was like, yeah, that's certainly what it had to do with. I, mean. I have another quick question. Do you think that he's ever seen a movie before? <laughs> God, I think, yeah. I think that he's, I think he's, a huge movie fan. Well, he's I mean, seen he... two movies that we know of. The Birds. The Birds and An Inconvenient Truth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, I know that he's a huge Hitchcock guy. That's, uh-huh. I mean, according, Hitch- to, yeah. according to him. Um, oh, well, I was going to ask, when you, were, when you were approached to do the sequel, were you just like, fuck, no. Yeah, yes, yes. Really? I... In more words than that. Like, <laughs> uh, Fuck to the no. Yeah, I Fuck was, you. There were, there were a lot more expletives. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was very adamant about it. But you know what got me was um, Bobby, who I mentioned, my, my mm-hmm. very, very good friend, mm-hmm. volunteered to DP it. And there's the documentary. And this time it was like... It was like we... There was there was a lot more unity, you know, uh-huh. it wasn't, sure. it wasn't just Alan and I, um, sort of against James, right. like fighting him all the time. It was, it was, you know, we were all together and there was a crew this time making sure he didn't get drunk on set. Like, oh, like, wow. <laughs> making sure that <laughs> there were no meltdowns and he was, he was sort of in line. And so it was a lot more fun and I could just come back and have fun and sort of do what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like the grizzled war veteran <laughs> coming back. Right. Did the other cast members other than Alan know what they were getting into? I don't think so. You don't think so? I think so that they like, knew oh, a little bit. So you were like, oh, I remember when I was in your shoes. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think that uh, Tom and Chelsea, um, the, the new kids, they mm-hmm. knew a little bit that it was like a crazy cult movie and right. it was just mm-hmm. fun. Like it's got a little steam, so <laughs> it'll be cool to be in it. But they did not know to what extent they were getting themselves into until. Is Chelsea going to like call you in the middle of the night crying and be that to talk her down? Like, no, it's fine. I went through this so, before. Okay. So you clearly shot Birdemic 2 and Eric has seen an early cut of it. I don't know much about it. So, you're saying Tom and Chelsea? Is that like the okay? Oh yeah, yeah. The kids who are in the first one grown up a little bit? No, no, no. Uh, no, they're no, new. Oh, does that make a? Does if that if this is going to get us into a conversation that we shouldn't be getting into since it hasn't come out yet? No, I think we, we can, can talk about the plot, right? Yeah, yeah. We can talk about what it's okay. about. Uh, James, now that James has made a successful <laughs> film, he made a film about more or less how to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. Um. And a subject he knows a lot I would say of. it's right. largely about that, too. Yeah. Like, it is very much a comment on Hollywood and how so Hollywood that, runs. So yeah. does this one have anything to do with the environment the way the first one did? Yes. yes. Okay. Just making sure. Yes. <laughs> Actually, exactly as the first one did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now with more Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the other two characters um, are one is a director and one is an aspiring actress. And then Whitney and um, uh, Whitney Natalie is your character's yeah. name, and Rod are friends of them, and they okay. all kind of get into uh, an adventure together, making this movie. And then surprise, guys, birds, birds show up. Yeah, <laughs> the back. birds are back. Yeah, the yeah. birds are back. And 
there's there's so much there's so much chauvinistic fuckiness that happens in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is, yeah. There's. Like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, sure. There's a, like I'll, some I'll sort put of weird. You in my movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's yeah, definitely yeah. that sort of like casting couch illusions. Like, um, one line is like, "I'll do anything to be in your movie." anything (laughs) it's it's like the the whole movie is filled with that kind of thing it's it's pretty good he has a a very specific idea on how women work i think (laughs) james um i'm I'm really excited guys but it's yeah i don't we shouldn't really reveal too much because man there are some surprises in there i don't know spoilers i haven't even seen it well let's well let's talk a little bit more about uh what your life was like growing up pre-birdemic i so you were a teenage shithead. Right. Yeah. What kind of trouble did you get yourself into? Oh, I snuck out so much, Uh-oh. you guys. And what would you do Uh-oh. when um, you snuck out? What would I do when I snuck out? Oh, I would go to my neighbor's house because <laughs> I had a crush on him. And <laughs> we would walk around <gasps> and Classic teens. do nothing. <laughs> um, I was like... I was like the worst kind of rebel because I was just like angry all the time and uh-huh. but I wouldn't well, listen to all that heavy metal music. Yeah, I was like a rage against the machine, but I like wouldn't <laughs> do anything bad and I like I wouldn't really like my senior year of high school I smoked a lot of pot, but I wasn't like a bad kid. And no, because it's medicinal and it's good for you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally, man. She had night terrors. She needed it. <laughs> I think the worst thing I ever did was I snuck out and I went to San Francisco to go to a concert in a junkyard. In a <laughs> 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 that does sound so horrible. It was uh, like this guy called Jason Webley and he was uh, he's an accordionist. I, I hope that he still makes music. Uh, he was um, very... God, what's his name? I'm drawing a huge blank. Sounds right now. Tom Waitsy. Yeah, Tom Waitsy. Yes, yeah. very Tom Waitsy. And he actually, now that I look back on it, complete probably a rip just off ripped of, him. Yeah, off. right. Because yeah. he had the the guttural throatiness uh-huh. and he like complete accordion. But I I and didn't he know in that junkyard. In and junkyard. He played in the junkyard. <laughs> uh, it was great. And I was I think 16. Um, but I think that's the farthest that I ever went when I snuck out. Um, other than that, it was mostly like, "Fuck you, mom. Pot's good for me." Like, <laughs> I made, I made these. Oh, beans. so you were you were open about your uh, yes. pot smoking? Yes, I was very open about it. Um, and my parents were so they, they weren't lax, but they were like, "Okay, this is a phase." Uh-huh. Because I was the youngest of three children. Okay, and three. I have two older sisters, and they had been through it before. Mm-hmm. And I was the angriest child, oh. but I wasn't the most rebellious. Um, oh. My sisters had been through, um, you know, all of the, like, the pot and the drinking. Uh-huh. And so they had, like, done it before. They were like, okay, you're a teenager, whatever. Right. So what has come of your sisters? Oh, my sisters what are, they, are, are they both got married this year. Oh, and congratulations. They live that. in Silicon Valley, and they um, are very happy. Oh. And, um... And they have lots of stories to tell about their little sister. They, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that they could reveal a lot more interesting stuff. <laughs> let's get them on, on the horn. <laughs> you, you were pulling something out of your bag. Oh yeah, I, I wanted to show you guys this. Here, we'll take a okay. picture so that we can post it on. <laughs> oh, oh wow! wow. <laughs> Holy shit! These are my 
These are my angst jeans. These angst are, jeans. To describe them for uh, the That's listeners. Amazing. And you so, can look at our Twitter, at uh, Hayteens Podcast, and we'll post this picture. Yeah. Okay, oh, so... Oh, man, there are so many words. I know. Okay, so these jeans I made when I was 15, um, and I made them, like, over a summer. I got them at Goodwill. I used to go... I had a thing where I would go to Goodwill and just buy the ugliest thing that I sure. could uh-huh. and just wear the shit out of it for, like, three weeks um it was kind of like a grimy punk um and i like cooped myself up in my room because i didn't want to talk to anybody and i wrote rage against the machine lyrics (laughs) 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 and these are like like the like the movie seven the journals it's like that sort of attention to detail with with these jeans it's actually just all the text from catcher in the rye yeah (laughs) so Oh my god, it's so, but also like modest mouse. Got modest mouse oh, on nice. strokes. Oh, no. But also like the poetry of my friends. And uh, like, can I read so your? You have yeah, the lineup please. from the 2001 Warped Tour. Yeah, they're so grimy. Oh, wow. that's fantastic. We're not gonna. I don't want to linger on this too much because people can't see it quite yet. But uh, holy shit! Thank yeah. you for bringing those. <laughs> so I love still... cats. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic. These. These you should hang these on a wall. Yeah, I'm gonna frame them or something. You but should. I actually, oh, wait, what does it say on the butt? They say love hate. Oh. <laughs> oh, I need to get that tattoo. Oh, that is so great on your butt cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That is absolutely. <laughs> do you want some of the love? Or do you want some of the hate? <laughs> so I say before I beat people with my butt. <laughs> butt before you sit on them. Uh, hey, do you want to do some teens in the news? Yeah, let's do it. To, to, to teens in the news. Here, vamp while I pull my iPad out. Oh, man. Check out that iPad. Isn't that something? Oh, this man. This episode is brought to you by the iPad. Not oh, really. Oh, new update's available. Hmm. Oh, sweet. I love iPads. <laughs> uh, so, teens in the news, we, uh, and we, meaning Eric, goes and uh, looks online to find news stories that has to do with teens. And we're going to talk about them a little bit. Oh, cool. So, this, is, right. what the, this is what the teens are up to these days. Uh, double-jointed teens face pain later. Uh, young teens with joint, uh, with joint hypermobility are at risk for developing I- a specific pattern of musculoskeletal skeletal pain in later adolescence, particularly if they are obese. So these are very stretchy, obese people. <laughs> um, do you never... I've never really known... Is, is, is double-jointed really a thing? Is that... Do people? Yeah, it's like yeah, be, yeah. My can my bend elbow elbows backwards. I, my arm goes back further than it should. Whoa! I know. Isn't that weird? Does my um, is my doing it? No, is this a thing? No, you're single. <laughs> you're single jointed. Is this a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be special, yeah, like some guys. Some people can do weird things with their fingers, going crazy ways. You know what? Yes, they can. Yeah, they can. Uh, um, so joint hypermobility at age 14 was associated with muscle. Well, I'm when I was gonna, a teen, not I gonna read, joint hypermobility. I'm not going to read about. these, but I will say teens, we, if you're, if you are double jointed, watch out, you might get pain later in life. <laughs> Especially if you're obese. Yeah. Which, uh, will have nothing to do, For some which reason, won't affect you in any other way. Yeah, no, no, you'll be, you'll be fine. Just get rid of that double jointedness. Get your joints changed to single joint. Yeah. Right. The, that's an odd news story because it's like, well, Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'll make All right. Wait, good reporting there. Teens questioned. Admit vandalizing park porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a vandalized porta potty anywhere, I would immediately know that it was teens. Teens. This is, this is a very hard hitting story. Uh, Washington police questioned five teenage boys Thursday, and all have admitted 
to damaging a portable restroom in Phoenix Park last weekend. Detective Sergeant Brad Arisman. How would you like to be the detective (laughs) assigned to that case? Um, Said he was waiting for an estimate on repairing the damaged porta potty before submitting reports to the prosecuting attorney's office. All of the suspects are 17 years old, which means they will be charged as an adult in this case. If the property damage exceeds $1,000, felony charges could be filed. Teens, knock it off with the porta potty tricks. Teens. Porta potty tricks. <laughs> Did you ever? Uh, were you ever terrified of like being locked in a porta potty, or God forbid, worst case scenario, tipped? Uh, I think that I avoided porta potties as much as oh, possible. Oh, it's yeah. a good way to go through life. They're absolutely even the cleanest ones are absolutely disgusting. even the cleanest porta potty is horrible. We I shot a movie uh, in the desert and we didn't have we didn't have toilets, so we had to rent porta potties for three weeks, and it was hell on earth i was we, i just found myself like holding holding it for like two days and then like oh you're making a run into town i should probably yeah, right. also make a run Can into I shit town in your car <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically it was oh god it was so nerve-wracking i'm looking up the uh the the detective sergeant brad erisman i want to see what this guy looks like <laughs> <laughs> he's a porta potty cop i know he specializes in this i really hope that he looks absolutely disgusting um, sweet car I think this is this might be him right here. All right, he looks like a classic. He looks wow. like the kind of guy that I would see uh, checking out some porta potty crime. Hey, what are you kids doing to the porta potty? Uh, damn kids, he's got the classic cop mustache. Yeah, look at that guy. Um, here's a guy with some guns. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. This is really exciting, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm just really fascinated. Oh wait, I know that scammer posing as Sergeant David Monfils. I don't. I love. The internet. It's so great. God damn it, uh, John. Give that back to me. You so, just railed another right, teens right. in the news. Eric, any, any more teens in the news? Uh, or has yeah. it been a real slow news week? It has sort of been a slow news week, but um, I wanted to read the headline of this last one. <clears throat> Help teens by eating some beans and greens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's basically just an ad for like a bean supper. So there you are. Bean supper. Help, Help teens by eating some beans and greens. Beans and greens. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you guys heard about any other teen teen shenanigans going on? Teen shenanigans. Whitney, are you as... Uh, hip to the teens. Hip to the teens as we are. I'm not hip to the teens. <laughs> They're kind of nerve-wracking, I aren't they? I was not hip to the teens even when I was a teen. Yeah, no, who did you I hang out either. with when you were a teen? I hung out with kids who were much older than I was. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, and I still sort of do, which is mm-hmm. not much older, but... Um, we're talking like people in their 60s. Yeah. <laughs> I like to go to the retirement home and yeah. hang out. Uh, they're, they're around more. Yeah. They're down to hang. Yeah, exactly. They're always available. They go to bed early, they have which great is great. stories. <laughs> <laughs> they like soft fabric. I do too. When they're eating breakfast, I'm eating dinner. That's great. That all sounds great. <laughs> um, did you, were you the classic teen shithead girl with a much older boyfriend? No, I was not that oh, girl. Good. Actually, I had two boyfriends in high school not at the same time um, but <laughs> I, I had like two serious boyfriends um the first was like the classic metalhead drama nice. kid who didn't shower ever oh, and like i was like i was we were like the makey outy couple by oh, the yeah. pictures uh-huh, uh-huh. and i was like i really like how you smell <laughs> like, <laughs> 
you mean like so stink? Yeah. I like how you. Stink. I like your stink. I like, your stink. I like how you smell like garbage. Because like, it was so funny. My sister would pick us up after school, and she was so blatant. She would like spray perfume as soon as we got in the car. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> it was awesome. So funny, and. She would question me about it. She would interrogate me about it right after she dropped him off. She'd be like, he doesn't ever shower. Why do you, why do you date him? He's so gross. And be like, it's his natural scent, Lindsay. <laughs> I and love it. Him. I am in love with him. Uh. <laughs> it's real love. And then the other boyfriend I had uh, when I was a big stoner, like my senior year, he had a VW van. Oh, um, sweet. And I was like a burnout. And I would uh, ditch... <laughs> first period which was drama class because fuck it yeah right. <laughs> yeah look where you are now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah take that saratoga high school um and i would go and i would like sleep in the van wow. <laughs> for first period sometimes not all the time i'm pretty uh, sure you went to you went to high school in nineteen. I was saying in nineteen seventy-seven. I'm just picturing you like second. The bell for Spicoli. second period starts. You open up the van door. Smoke just blows <laughs> yeah, out. out. <laughs> you, you tie your midriff shirt. Yeah, and that was me. That was me for. You're good... covered in a, in slices of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's me right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for cleaning yourself up before coming over here. Uh, hey, let's do some, let's talk about some advice questions. Yeah. So what we like to do here on the show is take, uh, we steal advice questions that were posted on 17 magazines forum. Awesome. Uh, we don't have to answer them seriously, but we consider each and every one of them special. Uh, yeah. These are the dumbest questions that yeah. we could possibly find. Uh, and I, I picked this, this specific one because of your character, uh, Natalie, uh, in the movie Birdemic that we've been talking about for the past uh, half hour, mm-hmm. um, who is a fashion model, which we are constantly reminded is yeah. specifically a fashion yes. model. Uh, uh, mostly uh, models in kimonos. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and in, in Birdemic 1, you had just landed the Victoria's Secret gig. So this question is, how to look like a Victorian secret model. Victorian, Victorian like, secret. Like, hard, I don't know what this is supposed to say, but it's like whore to get their hair and makeup. Wait, this what? Is, <laughs> uh, it says like, like H-O-R. Maybe oh, it's how, just like how. How to like get how their hair. Like how to get their hair and makeup. So, Whitney, how to look like a Victorian secret model. A Victorian, Victorian secret, secret model. model. Wow. Uh, high necks. High necks. Uh, yeah. Like hoop skirts, right? Or hoop dresses. Hoop, uh, yeah, maybe showing a little bit of wrist. Yeah, Whoa. I would know a lot about that, actually. <laughs> you have to cover yourself entirely. Uh-huh. And we have to wear shoes that button up all the way to your knees. Oh, uh, mm. You have to wear a powdery wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Whitney, stop. I'm getting a little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over here. Please, guys. <laughs> Please. This is a clean show. If you would like, you can put moles somewhere on oh, your face. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. a really popular right. thing to do. Perhaps In, to cover up a sore. And yeah. just don't, don't yeah, die of consumption, boobos. please. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's how to become a Victorian, a Victorian secret, secret model. model. Oh wait, the hair. Uh, well, we talked the about powdery that. powdery wig. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, there's this kid I met a couple weeks ago. His name's Hunter. Oh, that sounds great. He always <laughs> stares at me. Does he like me? He always stares at me and is very sweet to me. He seems a bit shy around me. Oh, asked by a 13-year-old girl. The staring is the only thing that makes me nervous. <laughs> well, also, let's look at all the clues here. Yeah. Staring. His name's Hunter. He's hunting he's her. Hunting he's her. hunting her. No, that's not his name, girl. That's his job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way of life but, for him. Uh, 
he's very sweet to her, but I guess, you know, kill him with kindness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely hunting her. Um, Girl, yeah. Did you have uh, a lot of male admirers in class? I, also, I say this as a... I just said that like I was a 60-year-old man. <laughs> male admirer. <laughs> fe- anyway, gentlemen callers. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'll tell you a little bit of my history. I once got a... A letter in the mail saying about how ridiculous I looked at Jim in gym class and how I was fat and ugly. And then it turned out to be a girl who had a crush on me. Yeah. Really? Which was a very strange way to get I my attention. Yeah, you should try that. You look ridiculous. You look ridiculous. <laughs> oh, of all the things you say to somebody, ridiculous is. Oh. Especially to a young, young teenage boy. Oh it, my God. In high school, I actually have the same problem now as I do in high school, which is that. Um, I was totally oblivious to any oh. like male attention because I had mostly dude friends. Like mm-hmm. I had, and this is actually better now because I, I had mostly interests that were for boys in high school. I you know like comic books and video games. Comic books and video games are for boys, <laughs> and so yeah. I like <laughs> hung out with a lot of dudes, and I didn't have a lot of friends that were girls, and so it wasn't really until I grew up a little bit and moved down here that I met a lot of girls who like the same things that I right. like. They're and everywhere. Yeah, it turns out that's yeah. not true at all. <laughs> um, so I am now forever sort of dudish and any like mm-hmm. any time a guy likes me i'm like oh you want to be my pal yeah. so. oh, nothing more frustrating for a guy too and then be like oh yeah i'm hanging out with this girl i think it's going really well and, and be like hey you want to be my pal like oh no <laughs> no yeah um when i was in high school like i had one actual like real like girlfriend in high school and she was the one that was like into punk music and you know she sure. was really rough around the edges and total badass <laughs> she have liberty spikes uh she did not ah. but oh, she wish. you know like her friends were the disgusting people and uh sounds like, like somebody whitney would have dated yeah <laughs> totally yeah and uh, yep i hung out with uh those people for a bit and my parents hated it <laughs> uh here whitney why don't you read this one at the top all right is it bad to watch what you eat in a healthy way if you're 15? Oh. No, I think it's good, right? Yeah, I think, I think you should thing. absolutely be eating the worst of junk food. Po- no. <laughs> no. Get I your wish. head out of your ass, yeah. teens. Start eating some more salads, you fatsos. Especially <laughs> if you're double-jointed. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, you're, exactly. You're going to get pain later in life. It's true, unless you eat celery. Yeah, well, celery. Eat it's your a great... beans and greens, teens. Hey, uh, fatties out there, including myself in this, eat a lot of celery it fills you up not a lot of calories i enjoy it it's a little little fitness tip from your old friend eric <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that you take it i thought that that was so ridiculous why would somebody have to ask that question is it bad is it bad to eat healthy oh there's more to this actually oh was there more um I'm not a, uh, under or overweight. I want to keep it that way. Is it bad if I make sure I eat, I eat around 2,000 calories a day? Or is that bad? I don't want to over or under eat and be healthy. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it all depends on how tall you are and how much you weigh. I think he's overthinking it. Yeah. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah. you might 2,000 calories actually might be too much for you. Yeah. You're going to start gaining well, some weight she's, there. She's a growing teen. She is a growing teen. Yeah. I don't know. She's going through a growth spurt. Yeah. <laughs> um. Don't be a fatty. I don't know. Well, that's that's my <laughs> advice to you. Because uh, you'll get sad and depressed when you're 30 years old. 
so I like this deaf boy. Oh, I love this one. Oh. I love this, this question sounds great. so much. There's this deaf boy in my class that I have taken a liking to, but no one, uh, but no, no sign language whatsoever. He does not know how to read lips either. I don't know what to do, whether I should pursue or move on. If I were to pursue, I have no idea how to approach it. I'm nervous enough trying to talk to guys in general. To make things worse, we are different ethnicities. Me, ca- <laughs> me Caucasian, him, African-American. Although I have no problem with this, I do not know if he does or whether he, or not he cares if anyone else does. I'm so lost on what to do. Please help. That's sweet. Uh, the, the, my advice would either be to write him a note or I'm sure he oh, knows yeah. the international symbol for the blowjob. John, how old is she? Uh, Fifteen. Oh my God, John, that's old enough. Oh, I'm not saying I would shoot her, but she's (laughs) got to know. If there's grass on the field, let's play. But get get rid of that grass. (laughs) (laughs) But get rid of that grass. It's disgusting and and out of fashion. Yeah. Um, No bushes back, guys. Bushes back. (laughs) Good to know. Um, So yeah, have you ever uh, dated a deaf boy? I've never dated a deaf boy, but. well, I was going to say, if you can hear this, I'm open, but that's not. <laughs> um, I once had a crush on a girl who didn't speak, and she just whispered in the teacher's ear. Ooh, like that for, sounds really sexy. It was very <laughs> I just want to know what she's whispering in yeah, that teacher's ear. <laughs> um, but then, then I got, you know, got older and realized that, oh, she's a giant weirdo. <laughs> that, would, that would never work. Um, I, I got another question off the advice app. What was this one? Oh yeah, this one's a little crass, so I apologize in advance. Uh oh. He nutted out of nowhere. <laughs> he nutted out of nowhere right in front of my vagina. Should I be worried? Oh, right in front of it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it didn't, out of nowhere? Listen, if there's, it, oh. <laughs> if, uh, if your vagina's out... He didn't nut out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that it was provoked. Yeah, yeah, that that nut was provoked. He, you, oh, gross. Yeah. Nutted is the worst um, euphemism. Nutted, nutted. I think there are worse euphemisms. All right, yeah, let's play that probably. game. <laughs> jizz is not one that I like. No, oh, jizz well, that is a, kind of funny. Jizz is a classic, though. It is a classic. <laughs> classic. It never goes out of style. Uh, splooged, I don't like. Splooged is gross. It makes me think of water tubing for some reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's got to be a water park called like, Splooge Kingdom spunk, or something. Spunk. spunk is kind of funny, actually. Spunk is kind of funny. It makes me feel... Like, there's nothing sexy about it. Like, there's, spunk! There's not just like, oh, I'm going to spunk right now. Watch you know, out, like, spunk coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there is one that is actually, like, sexy. No, yeah. I guess not. We're all hmm. just a bunch of gross animals, guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're... Hmm. But nutted, I don't know. That one I don't have any love for. <laughs> <laughs> you're, no, you're no son of mine, nutted. Also, that one can't really be used as a verb. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna nut. Well, you can, but you can <laughs> say it, but so it just dumb. sounds awful. I'm it sounds nut. awful no matter what. Oh, oh shit, I nutted. Oh, I hate it. It just sounds like a like a goofy dance move or something like that. I'm about to nut. I'm gonna nut. You know what? Bop, bop, bop. I, we have these other questions for. We're recording another one pretty soon, but I have too many questions for him. All right, not enough for you. Let's pick one out of here. Oh, I have so I like this deaf boy on this one too. Oh, we <laughs> you really do. like this deaf yeah, question. Right? Um. Oh. I. Uh, <laughs> 
Why don't you do this one? Okay. I think my boyfriend is gay. So my BF Rai Rai, okay, there you go, right there, is acting weird lately. I'm so confused. He dyed his hair, wait for it, blonde. I found animal porn. Definitely gay. I found I found animal porn on his phone. It was horses. Is that code for something? Someone help me. My BF's gone fruity. These are real teens. Thank you for using the 1950s lingo there. My boyfriend's got a little fruity. <laughs> um, oh, and this is asked by Tay Tay six My favorite number. Uh, Tay Tay and Rai Rai forever. Tay Tay and Rai Rai. He's gone fruity, everybody. Aww. You found uh, fruity for horses. I think that oh. she should be less worried about him being a homosexual than about somebody who wants to get involved with a horse yeah, yeah. this is a mr hands situation yeah. do you know about mr hands no. the guy who was fucked to death by a horse <gasps> oh yeah oh that sounds like Aww. the craziest death yeah oh pretty much i think i'd rather be set on fire <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just huh. thinking how ways i'd rather die than be fucked to death by a horse interesting what was it because of bleeding yeah it perforated i would assume it perforated his colon Ugh. well i mean Horses, let's let's just call a spade a spade here. They have gigantic cocks. Yeah. And <laughs> and when they nut, watch out. <laughs> when they nut. Oh, God. Oh, what, God. We, what, what happened to this podcast? We were going such, down such a nice, <laughs> nice, clean path, and then all of a sudden we're talking about nutting sorry, and horses. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just met us. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's my fault. Uh, <laughs> you brought, let's go with that. You made this happen. <laughs> um, but, okay, let's let's go back then to... to Real life. Sure. Not, not these other shitty teens' real lives. Um, so Birdemic 2 is going to be coming out soon, huh? It's yeah. true. Oh, the premiere is happening in L.A. at Cinefam. Yeah, at Cinefam. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, when's that happening? This month. Awesome. On the 28th. Is it the 20th? Yeah. Yeah, I will try my damnedest to be there I so I can like see it there. a fourth time. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, yeah, if you liked Birdemic, it's definitely I keep describing it as very special. It's very, it's a really special movie. Do you think that it will have the that it'll gain the cult status that Birdemic won? I don't know. I'm I'm just sort of hoping that people appreciate it. You know, yeah. I I definitely I went into it with just sort of like no expectations and. I, I every day was just sort of like I'm gonna have fun with it because right. the script asked nothing of me, like it really. I was basically a prop in it, huh. and <laughs> they because James didn't want me in it. Like he, he really, didn't, he he wanted the new people, so he, like he just sort of wrote me in, and uh, I just sort of went into it being like, okay, there's there's no subtext there's no character i'm i can really make all the choices that i want to and you make some really funny choices (laughs) some weird shit some good choices uh and she's all you also you're very good in it too i i would you are the only one it seems like that is aware of what's happening i i literally have no idea what to expect from the movie like i i don't even know what the movie's about yeah uh, honestly how how does rod uh compare does he uh, he is uh, right on par. Right on par. Right, Rod okay. is right on par with last. Has time. he been doing stuff since uh, 
Birdemic one. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think All he's right. been doing some commercial stuff. I oh, know. Okay. I know that Alan works really hard. Okay, guys. I totally forgot about this until just now. But how great and how much do you love the song "Hanging with My Family"? Hanging with my it. family. Do you ever get sick of it? Because I'm sure that people talk to you about this all the time. I love it, but because of the screenings and because that uh-huh. is such a happy like place in my heart. Uh-huh. Because the screenings are so much fun, and you know, is there is there so like different. the I, never, I haven't been to a screening, but is there the kind of call and response? To, to this movie that there is for oh yeah like I don't know or Rocky Horror it's it's very Rocky Horror to me because, really I mean I always have a thing when I go so to people the like bring like hangers yeah and, okay I mean I have a thing when I go I always try to bring my drinking game where mm. I like if the theater allows it I bring beer mm. for people and I have a, a drinking game that's drink every time the sound drops out drink uh-huh. every time oh a bird God. dies and a human dies the word retirement is said which I think is like retirement 10, I think it's like ten or twelve times. Interesting. <laughs> I want to do lot. this so much. I um, want to do this so badly. I have a pretty good drinking game for it, and so it like it. There's a really good sense of community when uh-huh. the screenings happen, and there's a lot oh, of great. just yelling and dancing, and it's it's a really good time. So I'm hoping with mm-hmm. two, it's the same sort of atmosphere. Yeah, but I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. There's some really great stuff in there. No, um, this the hanging out with my family song. Is, is there a reason why that song was in it that, that you know of or why that guy is in any part of this? Is he a friend of James's or anything? Uh, yeah, I think Damien was a friend of James. And I know that he was in one of James's movies before that. Oh, okay. So, James has other movies before this? Yes. <laughs> he has other Hitchcockian movies. I know. Oh, he, I heard yeah. about this. Yeah. yeah. I think he has like a Vertigo-ish one, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see this. <laughs> I, gotta, yes. I gotta make this happen for myself. Oh, oh, his man. his other he has two, his replica and Julian Jack, and they, those are both modeled after Hitchcock movies as well. Right. But I have not seen them. Um, and a little bit of a little bit of a spoiler, but not too big of one. Uh, Damien returns for part two. <gasps> it's true. The, the new song is good. Yeah, oh, there's a new yeah. song. Does, does he write these songs specifically for the movies, or does he have an album out that we can all buy? Yes. <laughs> Okay, no, and yes. I okay, think. he does um, have an album. He, he does have an album. And his, what's his full name? Damien Carter. Okay. I don't think Hanging Out With My Family was written for Birdemic, but I know that this new one was. Oh, man. And it is good. Yeah, I it's like really it. Good. It's really good. <laughs> I will say one thing about um, Birdemic that was like genuinely a positive thing. Some of the score actually works. Sometimes. <laughs> Certain things That's actually work. A wonderful review of Birdemic. Some of the score actually works sometimes. Like, <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, and I, I would notice the score and I was like, oh, actually, like, this isn't terrible. And this, this actually goes with the emotion that, you know, the scene is, is going for. Oh, okay. I don't know. When the movie starts and it's just that well, that's looping different. thing, it just it feels like you're being fucked with. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, on loop and that's always when I'm like strapping in and realizing myself like my friends are always like oh let's watch Birdemic whatever and I'm like haha okay sure yeah. let's get drunk uh-huh. um and then when that happens I'm like oh <laughs> shit oh, no. Oh, no. I have to watch this movie <laughs> what did I do <laughs> I'm gonna about to go through 90 minutes of I, this again <laughs> I really I, I wonder if anybody has tried this but to just take the movie and actually Take the, all the existing stuff and then just edit it to actually feel like a real thing just to see how long it would be. Just because 
the scenes all take so long. Everything ha- seems like it's happening in real time. All the driving mm-hmm. sequences, mm-hmm. the pumpkin festival, just like You're... lift out all the unnecessary stuff and then just put together the thing and see how long it will be. Yeah, that would a, take a lot of patience. I think. It would take. I'm, there, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there <laughs> a lot who would be totally time. into doing this. Um, all right, enough, enough of that. <laughs> enough of this bullshit. Let's get to the real stuff. Okay, so Birdemic Two is coming out, premiering later this month mm-hmm. at CineFamily. Yep. Everyone should go check that out. Yeah. Is it going to be just like one showing, or are they going to do a bunch of them? No, I think they're going to have it run for a little bit. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got screenings set up elsewhere. Nice. Mm-hmm. Country. Uh, and how can people find out about all that stuff? Um, you can go to the This Is Birdemic Facebook page, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, and also Google Birdemic. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That'd be a solid way. Google. <laughs> That's how you uh, Google. And Whitney, you're on Twitter? I'm on I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter name is TweetNemore. <laughs> I started following you yesterday. Cool. Just saying. Um, you guys can follow me. I'm at the Eric Goslin. I'm at John Wiener. Uh, together we are at Hayteens Podcast. Podcast. Uh, you started to make a motion. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was like, just oh, going to say, say people should check it out because I'm going to post pictures of those pants that, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. we brought in. Oh, they're cool pants. Uh, yeah, so definitely follow us there. Oh, they're cool um, pants. <laughs> they are very cool pants. We're all going to take turns wearing them later and as like a sisterhood of the traveling pants type thing. Uh, and... We're all going to write our favorite uh, Rage Against the Machines lyric on the back. <laughs> we all have favorites. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and everybody should watch Birdemic if you haven't seen it already because it's fucking amazing. Yeah, and lo- yeah, look out for Birdemic too. Yeah. Winnie, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. Yeah. All right. Smell you later, teens. <laughs> <laughs> you stink, teens. Yeah. You all stink like, like uh, a VW bus. It's not. <laughs> <laughs>